When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome now Cappy to the show. Cappy, what's going on, man? Gentlemen, good afternoon. How we doing? Around here, they like to say happy Monday. I do not participate in this happy Monday movement that exists. Hashtag blessed. Yeah, hashtag blessed. Hey, speaking of hashtag blessed, John Ireland. Yes, sir. You know, I feel like I have a really healthy respect for you. A lot of love, as a matter of fact. I might hmm. even go so far as to okay, say. Okay, I feel, nice. I feel a butt, a butt coming. coming. That's yeah. very nice. The only but is, is that two weeks ago we're in studio and we're having this conversation. I said, my goal is to get you off Ambien. Yeah, oh, you did. You guys all did. Do you feel like this I, is what's going to happen? He's going to be like you've now given Clinton that credit and not him. Well, because Correct. Clinton was oh. the Clinton Correct. was the first one to actually give me some. But Cap gave me stuff, and Cap, you're you're going into the rotation this week. The um the watermelon sours that you gave me are going into the rotation this week. That was really mostly what I was wondering is if Bergy decided to commandeer the edibles. That Very I left for possible, you. right? Or it sounds like he handed them off to you. So, uh, wait a minute. Did. Everybody else wants credit for John starting to use cannabis when no, I've been sitting here across the table from him for the last 25 years? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not I'm And by the way, I do, now, Cap, have, what's your opinion on whether or not I can use it daily? Or is that risky? No, of course you no, can use it risky. daily. No. no okay. as risky fact, is not the word. Yeah. Right. As a matter of fact, you should be using it daily so that it gets into your system, like no different than if you were using Ambien daily, which I know okay. not everybody does, but... The point is, is that you got to get this into your system, and this is now the way you're going to go to sleep. I'm telling you right now. Here's here's my prediction, Steve Mason. Tell me if you agree. Okay. Within the next 90 days. Yep. John Ireland is going to tell us we have changed. We collectively, yes. me, yes. you, Clinton, yes, and I will give you else, all full credit. Okay? Yep. We have changed the man's yep. life. Yep. Now, Cap, let me ask this: You travel a lot, like I do. What do you do when you travel? Do you take it with you? Um, I do, but then again, I'm the guy that also was told, you know, as I was crossing into the Mexican border. Uh, turn around, don't come back for 48 hours, or pay your $250 fine and move on. And, of course, my question was, can I take my stuff with me? And they were like, no, we're keeping your stuff. Of course they are. So I travel with it, but um, okay. it's not the smartest thing to yeah, do. But yeah, I, yeah, but I do think it's healthier than Ambien. Much healthier. Yeah. It's, I mean, you could just buy, John, you could just buy a, a Ziploc bag of, like, those Haribo gummy bears and just mix them in there, and no one will know idea. the difference. Yeah, I'll, I'll come up with something. Good idea, George. Yeah, yeah, I, I will absolutely come up with something. Hey, what did you guys think about the decision not to give Draymond Green a second technical last well, night? Well, here's okay what I want to do. It? Actually, before we do that, John, since you guys play Game of Games, I have a game for you guys What? Today. Really? You have a game? I'm going to host a game for you guys today. Okay. Oh, wow. Can Cap play? Yeah, Cap can play, too. Okay. okay. And really Berkman and Briones, if they'd like. All right, this is very exciting. Lindsay's here, too. Can she Another, play? Oh, Lindsay, yeah. All right, it's a Family Feud-style game. Another okay, chance so, to lose for me, actually. You know that I'm really, really good at this game. Yes. I know. I'm my I shot know, here. I know. So here's what th- we're going to do. Um, play the music, please, the uh, Family Feud music. I mm-hmm. will play uh, Steve Harvey here. Okay. Okay. You're Steve Harvey. So, still a great one night. You? Yeah. So you guys are all on the team. So it's uh, Mason and I. So we're like Cappy. all one family. Bergman, yes. Briones, yeah. Everybody's playing. So, the Lakers, clearly today, uh, officially named Darvin Ham their head coach. Yeah. So, I want to give you guys, uh, you know, I'm going to go top eight, top ten answers on the board. Let's do that. We got plenty of time. Okay. Top ten answers on the board. Yikes. Players or coaches, athletes with food names. Athletes with food names. You ready? Okay, okay, so we're just going to go one at a time. Right, and when you get three strikes, it's over. You get to get ten. Uh, okay, so if, until we get to ten. Okay, you want me right. to start? Or do you want to go less? Do you want to go less, Mason? You said yikes at ten. Uh, yikes, yikes, at, yikes at one. I'm trying to think of anybody with okay, a first name. I can start with okay, one. Okay, okay, first or, yeah, Ireland clearly it, it is an unfair either. advantage. First or okay. last name okay. works. Right, now, uh, not, oh, we, today the Lakers hired Darvin Ham. Ah. But, but wait a minute, I won't even go to Darvin. He can't okay. count. He doesn't count. Yeah. All-Pro Hall of Fame linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jack, Jack Ham. Jack, Jack Ham is on the board. Congratulations. Okay, there we good. go. So there you go. There you go. You got, very, what's next? Who's next? Mason, go ahead. Uh, let's – damn. These aren't that hard. All right, Mason, I, I, can I, I give him a hint? Yeah, give me a hint. I don't no, know. No, there's no hints on Family Feud. Hey, you can't give hints. What is this? 
I just told him great. Jerry Rice. There you go. Jerry Rice. There Jerry you Rice go. Is great. Steve Mason. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Lindsay, going, Lindsay? Cappy? Or no, go, go ahead, Cap. Um, he doesn't know anyone. No, no, I do. I have one. I'm just trying to get to this guy's Julius Peppers. Very oh, good. That's Peppers. actually good. 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 good one. There you go, Cappy. That's a good one. Okay, I'm going right, to so, oh, wait, 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 Don't take mine. Because <laughs> I'm going to take yours. No, uh, Lindsay's first. Ladies first. Steph and Dell Curry. Yes, oh, that is a good one. Good very, very good. Very good. Curry. There you go. Uh, Greg. Eli Apple. Eli Apple oh, is Eli a good Apple. one. Look at Burton. See, this isn't that hard. Uh, go ahead, Brionis. Laura. He's oh, not Laura. All right, so Brionis isn't there. Laura, so you let's go back to John. You want out? John. All right, she went out. Okay, I will go. Uh, how about uh, USC basketball one-year wonder O.J. Mayo? O.J. Oh. Mayo is on the board. That's six. That's a great one. Well, I think we're six. missing the most obvious one, the team that we have jinxed. Go ahead, Go ahead. Mason. Mike Trout. Mike Trout, Trout. yes. yes. Mike Trout is on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay? Oh, no, Cappy. Sorry, Cappy. Trout does count as a food. Um, sure. Okay. Yeah, it's All a right. fish. Why wouldn't it? All right. There's an old football player. I don't remember okay. exactly who he played for, but you ready for this name? Yeah. Remember, only top ten answers on the board. So if oh. he's old, he oh, may, or may, right. not oh. may or may not oh. be. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Koi Bacon. No, no. Yeah. Boy, that's Bacon. a strike. No. Okay, strike no, one. That's a strike. Really? No, that's sorry. a strike. It's a real guy. Co- yeah. You got a little cocky. Oh, Lindsay, I, it is a real guy, but it's Lindsay, not the I top ten answers one. on the board. I just thought of oh. one that I know you know. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Linz. Uh Would it be former Cleveland Indian Coco Chris? Yes! Coco Chris. Yes. Is that oh. Oh. That's a great name. That's like a double. Oh. That's, that's a double. There we go. That's eight. Coco There's two more. All right, Bergman. Go ahead. Pressure's on. So he was trying to say the bacon. Dwayne Bacon. Yeah, he plays in the NBA. Yeah. Is Dwayne Bacon on the list? Survey says eh, eh, no. Oh, right. so, so Dwayne, Dwayne Bacon is not, did not make the top ten answers. Okay, so got to be a John Bacon on the list. Come on. All right. I'm thinking until recently, Mike Trout just passed. Tell me, this, let me run this by the group, Sonata, before you take it as my answer. Mm-hmm. The Angels all-time home run leader mm-hmm. until about two weeks ago oh! was Tim oh, one. Salmon. One. Should we go with that one? one? Yeah, go Tim Salmon. All right, Jorge. Tim Salmon. All right, Sonato, Tim Salmon. All right, Tim Salmon. Survey says he's on the board. Yeah, right. nice. That's nine. Very there's nice. one left. One Very left, nice. Mason. Go ahead. We can talk it out since there's two strikes. Talk it out. Okay, I, what yeah. do I even say? No, how about that? Man. How am I supposed to talk two, about what I don't know? All right, I've got well, two. Actually, no, that's my I've job. Got two, I got Coy two, ide- I got two uh, ideas. No, okay. no, 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 no. All right, okay, Bacon, okay, Cap, ham, what, do you th- what do you think of these? Okay. All right. Isn't there a Jake Burger? Boy, no, 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 that's Mitch board, Burger. Though. But it's got to be the top ten yeah. answers oh, okay, on the board. Okay, here's the Jake, two I thought. Jake Lamb from the Dodgers. Jake Lamb. Ooh, that's a good one. What about this? Catfish Hunter. Yeah, no, that's, that's like got to be on there. Yeah, that's got to be on there. Sure. All right, how about this? Tennis player cap, Marty Fish. Oh, Marty Fish. Oh, good answer, good answer. I think, good I think answer. Catfish over Marty. Same. Yeah, yeah I like Same. the Catfish right, Hunter over Catfish Hunter. Catfish Hunter. It's a good answer. Survey says no, it's not oh. on the list. Oh. Not in the top ten. What's the one we missed? No, no, you still have let one more strike. You. We still let have me, one more strike. Let me see. One more strike. How about how about this one? I mean, this is coming way, way, way back. You ready? Yeah. 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 Oh. How about Chili Davis? Oh, that's Chili Davis. Oh, I like Chili Davis. Davis. That's great. I was gonna suggest OJ. Does OJ's like OJ Simpson? Does that OJ? Oh, very good. OJ uh, Simpson. It's not a food. It's a drink. So yeah. No, I'd good. go. I'd go Chili Davis. That's a okay. good one. Chili Davis is a great. All right. One. So Chili Davis. Final answer. Survey says Chili Davis is on the board. Yes. Chili Davis. Yes. Good job. It was four strikes, though. Yeah, it was. No, three. No, you guys had four. He gave me that. That's all right. Oh, I did. That was nice. It's a Monday. Rough screw up sometimes. You got a a free strike on a Monday. Yeah. Other answers uh, that barely did not make the list, Cornbread Maxwell. Okay. Screw him. All right. Yeah. Yeah, screw Cornbread Maxwell. I'm tired of his. Lindsay's guy, Channing Fry. Yep. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that was a good one. And then there was, hold on. But is Fry an actual... Food, yeah, yeah, fries. yeah, like a French fry, oh, okay. yeah. stir fry, yeah, French fry, yeah, stir fry, okay, yeah, yeah. stir fry, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, then, uh, and then the the last one was um, Bubba Franks. Oh, Bubba Franks is a good Bubba one. Former Franks. tight end, yes, really good. No, yeah. really good. Bubba Franks. Nobody Barely had like Dijon Thompson. Yeah, no, Dijon Thompson. Did you just Google that? Yeah. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, yeah now I am. with food. I should have done that before we got before we played the game. Okay, hey, Sonano. Yeah, when you when you beat Cap in push-ups, mm-hmm. how many push-ups did you do? 
I did 47 or 48, something like that. All right, so I know you, like me, am a big Pat Riley fan. Oh, I saw the thing he said. Yeah. yeah. So he said he's 77. He said right now he could do more push-ups than you. You think if we told Yeah, he Riley, said he could do more push-ups than the reporter who was asking the yeah. question about You think if we told Riley that you did 44, that he could do 45? If, I, if you told him I could do 47, he could do 48? Yeah, I yeah. think so. He's that yeah. guy, right? Like, oh, he's – wow. Pat, Listen, the greatest Pat Riley story I've ever heard, okay, and John, maybe you've heard this, is when he just left the Knicks and he was coaching for the Heat, and they were down in the series. This was the series they won, the one that Charlie Ward and P.J. Brown got into right. it or whatever, and they fl- everyone ran on the court or whatever. That's that's the, the series that was the initial one with all the suspensions that, that created that rule. Is that the one where um, Van Gundy was like – Hanging around somebody's different leg? series, Van oh, Gundy grabbing okay. onto Alonzo Mourning's leg. Got it. But it's um. So anyway, so Riley is telling them the story about how like to win and to want it, like you gotta want it bad, like and and he's like, do you know how bad you want it? And he would ask like each player, and be like, real bad, coach, and be like, do you Alonzo Mourning? I'm just using this as an example. Uh, do you know how bad you are? Yeah, coach, I want it really bad. And he's like, do you? Do you want it really bad? Let me show you what really bad is. So he there's this big bucket in the middle of the locker room and he sticks his head in there and all of a sudden the players are looking around each other like what the hell is he doing and he's in there and like a minute goes by and his head is still underwater and like 90 seconds go by and his head is still underwater Mm. nearly two minutes is going he's like trembling and the players are like what are we doing? Do we grab him? Like, is he going to die in front of us? <laughs> what the hell are we doing? Right. And then all of a sudden, as they're about to act, he lifts his head up. You know, the, the, the slick back hair flies back with that, with the water splashing behind him. And he goes, you gotta want it to the last breath. Wow. Mm. Uh, yeah. Right. This is a competitive Riley is. I don't know if you guys have heard about this book, but there's a, a guy named Chris Herring who wrote a book called Blood in the Garden. Yeah, it's about the Knicks and the '90s and Ewing and Anthony Mason and Oakley and all those dudes. So one day, I can't remember who it was, but one of the assistant coaches is sitting on the bench and his cell phone rings, and he's talking to his wife, and they're about to buy a new car, and they're talking about the color. And he goes, "Look, honey, I really don't have time. Just get get the red one if that's the one you want." And and she says, "Okay." He goes, all right, thanks. I'll see you at home. He hangs up, and Riley goes, did you tell your wife to buy a red car? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I just want her to go get what she wants. And he said, well, we're playing the Hawks. And the guy goes, Pat, so what? Let's talk about the game. He goes, you cannot be dry. We're in a playoff series against the Hawks. You cannot go buy, and buy he a made, red car. He made him call his wife back and say, I am sorry, Coach Riley says we cannot buy a red car because oh, we're playing a playoff series against the Get Hawks. Get the yellow one. He goes, yeah, he goes, he goes you, you, you can't do it. He goes, I, I, I can't yeah, believe you're even considering he's, a red car. He's, he's insane like that, and yeah. I mean that in like the most loving way possible. Yeah. So we were we were talking, because Riley brought up the push-up thing, and apparently Sliwa has thrown down, he's got the best oh, yeah, he did it. The he, 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 on, he did more our, than Sedano. Yeah. He did yeah. it on our show. In oh, dress clothes, by the way. Like, he just rolled clothes. up his sleeves and uh, had on his dress yeah. shoes and dropped down and gave us, a, what was it, George, 51-ish? Well, because the, the conversation that Cappy and I were having was Cappy didn't think Sliwa could beat either of us. And I said, oh, absolutely, he he beats us both. He's in he's younger, and he's in better shape than the two of us. Yeah. And, of course, Cappy's like, no, he's not in better shape. Blah, 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 blah. And then. Um, <laughs> that's actually a very that's good Cappy. probably what I said. It is pretty darn close like him. to what I probably and then, said. And then blah, Sliwa, blah, blah. of course, um, you know, went in there and, and did 52 or 53. So he is the, he is the push-up king. Right now, he's yes. the undisputed heavyweight champion of 710. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Anybody challenging him at the uh, Mandy Awards? No. I'm not doing anything like that at the Mandy You're Awards. You're not? Like the whole suit. point of the Mandy Awards is to do stupid stuff. Right, but not in a suit. What are you wearing? A suit? Just a suit. Just plain suit. Yeah. Ireland's wearing the... Well, well we're waiting to yet. find out. No, I'm I heard. Trying. You guys want it. You got to check with Russ. Yeah, I don't I, blame what do you, you think, George, Wait, George, what do you think he'll say? Wait, you got to ask Russell Westbrook yeah, if you can wear a Think about what my job is, Cap. Yeah. What? So if, what if, is your job? I'm the, I, I'm the radio play-by-play voice of the Lakers. So what does that have to do with, with he wore something that you want to wear? What does that have to do with anything? He might think I'm making fun of him. You're not making fun of him. You're paying homage to the dude. I, I know that and you know that, but have you ever considered professional athletes to be reasonable? I mean, so wait, so to, what are you, what's he going to do? Go on, complain? To, 
to quote the great Steve Mason earlier today. Yeah. They are a little sensitive over there. Yes. That's Wait, why so what's we're he gonna checking. Do? He, what's he going to do? He's going to call Jeannie. Jeannie's going to fire you because Russ feels 100%, like he made fun of him? 100% yes. Really? And then when they trade him midway through the season, then what? They don't. Well, you think they care? Yeah, I'm by then, by then. Yeah, by then, Slee was doing the games. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, so, John, you're going to ask Russell Westbrook if it's For okay? Lessing. If he's allowed to if dress. If, if he has any problem with me so, copying his Why don't you ask him outfit. if you could borrow the outfit that he wore? Well, if he offered well, it, I would take it. But I've yeah. got cap. I've yeah. got it. I showed it to well, Mason where do we earlier. Stand I stand on checking with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, wait. Well, I thought Slee and Travis. Were Travis Slee should check him, but I I can get to him. So I'm going to get to him over the next okay. couple of days. What do you mean? What did Travis and Slee have to do with anything? They were there today, and Russ was there. So I asked him to go check, but I think they probably fumbled the ball and didn't do it. Mm. So we'll see. You yeah, really no think way he would be him. upset? You you really? Think I have no would... idea. I don't think he I don't think it's even remotely in his world. Correct. To think what. The play-by-play guy is wearing to the, but you the know, okay, you know my, but it goes on you social know media, yes. and and then it, and then it mushrooms. So I don't blame Ireland. Ireland. And somebody tags Westbrook, and right. then the next thing hey, you know, Ireland mocking you, mocking blah, blah, blah. Right. And then Scott Kaplan says Ireland wasn't mocking; it was an homage, and the Lakers say we don't care. Next. Yes, yeah, so well, they'll probably fire me too. Then, yeah, you're gone too. Well, why are you going to get fired? You don't because work for I'm the, the one. Because I, I know I don't. But they're but you know they're obviously going to be upset with John, and then I'm the guy that that's that encouraged me a bright right, and then they're going to call over to seven ten. No, if, 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 if it comes Sedano out, Dono and Mason for like eight hours a day. Then. No, plus Cap. If it comes out, of, as as George will tell you, if it happens on your show, they'll just blame Sedano anyway. <laughs> they will. That's true. <laughs> They always that's blame me anyway. Because he's so negative towards them. Me, I'm, I'm very co- positive I'm towards them. I'm your cover, so there, there is, you go. There's right. a fair amount of... Actually, I, I think your show's got some interesting balance to it, because, Sedano, I think you you say some stuff, and then, uh, Cappy, you say some stuff, and I, you know, it's... It, it's I, I, but I do think it lands more on the negative side of things. Yeah, that's um, all George. It's all I George mean, what is there to be positive of from last season, though, is my question. Well, well today is a new leaf, George. We're no, in I know, the but the guy that was... era. Listen, Carlos, the great thing about the past is it's over. It's yeah. brand new. We're turning the page, man. Carlos, you are welcome to be Carlos, a uh, yeah. third co-host on the. Carlos Sonata should call your show. That's absolutely once true. a week. Yeah, if thirty-three you... and forty-nine. There's not a lot to be proud of. There is what I would say. Nowhere yeah. to go but up. Yeah, it's the coach. It was the coach's fault. No, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, it was, it was all his fault. <laughs> it was Vogel. He was the he was the, he was the problem. All right, hey, that's it for hey guys. Uh, have a great. Show. I got to rush to the Run, car. Hurry up! I, I, hurry up, I, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. Uh, coming up next for you is Sedano and Cappy. We are back tomorrow, one o'clock, seven ten ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. No way. Uh-uh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Bum, bing, bum, bum. Bing, bum, bing. I have a lot of Dodger thoughts, actually. Saw you in the fam yesterday at the Dodger game. I was, and I was watching Saturday's game, which I thought was fascinating, too, to be honest with you. I, uh, I've i been full-fledged into Dodger mode uh, since the NBA Finals are every few days. It gives me a chance to kind of do some catching up, some spring cleaning of sorts, uh, basically, with the Dodgers and get uh, all caught up with what's been transpiring and kind of moving forward. So mm-hmm. I have plenty of Dodger thoughts for you. Did you watch anything? Because you were in, like, a high school graduation mode. I was, but I definitely kept up to speed all weekend long. I mean, there's a lot going on for sure. I mean, yeah. listen, the uh, the situation that is going on with Walker Bueller is something that I'm keeping my eye on. I thought that on Friday night, the whole Dave Roberts, Zach McKinstry, you know, pitching situation, I thought was really interesting. I wouldn't have known that rule. Did anybody else know that rule? So to me, that I, I did want to talk about that at some point, but we can just talk about it right now. Um, so when I was watching that in real time, I was just completely confused as to what was going on because I didn't realize to your point that that rule existed. And then I, uh, I, I was wondering what, what the commotion was, why it was taking so long, because I'm like, the umpires shouldn't have to check on this. They should just know. And they didn't seem to know either. So I, um, as I was watching the post game, Nomar Garcia Para, 
I, I no feel man. like he, yeah, I, I feel like he was like surprised that you know I I'm not saying he took a shot at Dave Roberts, but I felt like he was very matter of fact of like, yo, Dave needs to know that rule. Like, what oh, the hell's going on there? You know what I mean? On, come on. And I, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I, 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 and look, I looked at it. I was like, good for Nomar, right? Like, because you, it's the team broadcast, right? And he's, he's calling out the co the manager in this particular case on something that he should know, right? Like, and, and I was with him. And then I watched the press conference with Dave Roberts. And I said to myself, as I'm watching it, Dave was kind of like, he was embracing the questions and kept answering them and taking them because then what I did, Cappy was I applied just human nature to this. If you get kind of caught with your pants down, what is the general human reaction there? Depends. Uh, let me think about this for a second. When my pants are down, where am I? When not my literally, pants are down? Cap. Oh. Not literally when your pants are down. Oh. You'd oh, be you... like, my be. Oh, you mean like when you get embarrassed by something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Not like your pants are pulled down? Because right. I got a 15-year-old that pantses me like three times a day. You know that? Right. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess the best policy is to just kind of come right out and admit the mistake. Right. But you know? what, a ge what generally do people do in those scenarios? Try and backpedal and talk their they way out They get defensive, of it? right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And I'm watching Dave, and he's not defensive at all. Nope. Like, he's like, yep, that one's on me. And, he said it was an you know, oversight. I, I, I put in JT in there last year in a five-run situation, and, uh, you know, so I put him in. So I'm like, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, Man, I don't know if it's that he didn't know the rule. I think he was trying to take advantage of the umpires probably not knowing the rule because he could sway them into saying, hey, yeah, I did this with JT last year, and so here uh, I'm, I'm going to put in uh, whoever it was, Eddie Albert. Who was he putting in? He was putting in McKinstry, I think. McKinstry, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think I was like – so I immediately came away from this. I'm like – I think Dave was trying to pull a fast one on them. And Buck Showalter nuked that whole thing by basically being the guy that knew the rule. And then as soon as they came back from Dave's press conference, he did say some stuff about Walker Bueller I'd like to get to at some point. But we'll get back to that later. But Jerry Harrison Jr., our pal, came out and said the same thing. He said... I think Dave was trying to pa get one past the goalie there. He's like, I think he knew the rule. I think that the umpires clearly didn't know the rule, hence why they had to go check. And he was trying to get by one, and he goes, but I've played for Buck Walter. You're not getting it past him. That guy knows the rules inside and out every year, regardless of how the rules have changed. Um, so, if anything, I, I give Dave credit for giving it a try, but not... Um, but not understanding who his opponent was in that situation. Well, if if Dave Roberts did try and pass it through, assuming that the other side wouldn't know and that the umpires wouldn't know, okay, great. He handled it perfectly afterwards by calling it his oversight. My bad. My yeah. oversight. Just my, my bad. It was just an oversight. That's all. He didn't seem defensive in the slightest bit, to your point. Right. On the other hand, on the other hand, let's just say for a second that he didn't know the rule, that he okay. did it last year and that they put in this new rule this year, and it just sort of – Went over his head, and he didn't pay attention, and he didn't know the rule. So what? what, what what's the big deal? I mean, have you ever seen an NFL head well, coach? Well, you're supposed to know the rule. No, no, I got it. But, but, but have you ever seen an NFL head coach throw a challenge flag on a play where you can't challenge the play? Right, and that also wastes time, too. I'm just saying that yeah. you know there are times when coaches, as, yeah. as rules change. But then again, look, George, here's what everybody's going to say. Kaplan? You're in Dave Roberts' back pocket. There I you mean, go you again, defending your boy yeah. Dave Roberts. There you go. Defending your guy. Yeah, I love Dave, too. But I, I and maybe people are going to think I'm defending him, too, by saying that he was trying to sneak one past somebody. But I, I again, I, maybe it's the amateur psychologist in me that felt that way after because I immediately I felt like Nomar when Nomar was like, yeah, you got to know that rule. Like you can't be, you know, messing something like that up, blah, blah, blah. And then um, and then I saw the press conference and I felt a lot different when I saw the way he spoke about it. Yeah, that maybe he maybe he did. But maybe he was just trying to sneak it through because he don't want to use that bullpen. Right. He's trying to use a position player with sure. a nice lead. Yeah, exactly. So we in got ham in, yeah, yeah. for dinner tonight. Oh, yeah, let's talk. Yeah. So uh, real quick, George, in the meantime, Chris mentioned this in the in the open. You went and yeah. you took your kids to the game, right? Yeah. Did you get to the game for the for the first thing? Were we there for the pageantry, the national anthem, the first pitch? Did you get there for all that? No, man. Traffic was brutal, dude. And we left early. We left the house eleven forty five for a mm -hmm. one ten start mm -hmm. and still didn't get there on time. Okay, and this was the kids' first ever game? Yeah. Okay, 
And but they just, did see uh, they did see some home runs, um, and uh, they had a blast, and they ate a lot of junk food. So okay, and you're 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 now officially. I just want to make sure I'm clear on this now. You're now officially raising Dodger fans. Yeah, why not? They live here. No, no, they that's fine. Here. I'm just I'm just making sure. One I was born here. Just making sure I understand, dude. Yeah. Okay, you know, like like where where your roots are versus where you currently live, where your heart is versus the teams that you currently follow. You're now officially. Yeah, but I what really you, like the Dodgers. I don't really okay. have a baseball team anymore, so I really like the Dodgers. The Dodgers are the team I follow every night. That's fine. I'm just saying that when you take your kids to a game and it's their yeah. first game and you put Dodger hats on them. Yeah, I was you, wearing a Dodger t-shirt. Yeah, and you, you get them merch and you give them the new version of a Dodger dog. Maybe you put yeah. some nachos in a we helmet. We didn't do the Dodger dog, though. We didn't. We did. We did. Um, so I went to center field. And I got a bunch of the stuff in center field. I got mm-hmm. like uh, some tacos. I did some uh, al pastor. I did some uh, chicken tinga tacos. Um, I did, uh, I got a little Shake Shack Shake. Oh, the oh, triple nice. play. That thing nice. is delicious. So what do you think? Would you um, do, leave the family in the seats and say, I'll go get stuff and bring, bring yeah, it back? Yeah, I get a bunch of stuff and come back. And then uh, I got the kids some chicken tenders and fries and, you know, whatever. Nice. So a lot of hunting and gathering by dad to bring it back to feed the fam. Yeah, I br- right. And then I forgot because my, my wife had texted me to get her a beer, but she didn't text me what food she wanted. So I brought her the beer, but no food. And then she went and got food. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, yeah. so this is, this is the beginning of raising a family of Dodger fans. It is. This is where it begins. Well, my right wife here. is a lifelong Dodger fan. She grew up I in the Valley. I understand. But, but the children, you see, you can either say no kids, dad is a fan of this team, and then you, to, you push your kids into being a fan of your team. No. But in this case, mom's the kids from can LA. choose whatever they want, and they may start as Dodger fans, but they may not end up as Dodger. Well, fans. I got a lot of friends who are like Mets fans, for example. You know, the Mets were just oh, there in was LA. a lot of those annoying people there. There, there are plenty Mets, Mets fans. It's weird because Mets fans actually travel and make noise. Most of us think that New Yorkers are all Yankee fans, but for some reason, the Mets fans do travel and they do make a bunch of noise. But yeah. I got a buddy of mine who mm-hmm. tried to raise his fr- his fa- his son as a Dodger fan because he's like, hey, right. I live in L.A., so yeah. I want and we go to Dodger games. But yeah. I'm a lifelong Mets fan, this guy. He's like, and for whatever reason, my kid is now a crazed Mets fan. So he came home this weekend just to go to these games to cheer on his Mets. You know, yeah, I, 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 go ahead, Lindsay. I'm sorry. My, my dad would never in a million years ever let me cheer for another team other than a Cleveland team. Like, I remember, you know, like when starter jackets were cool when I was in like middle school, elementary school. Yeah, but school. when you were little, where were you? In Cleveland. Then why would that be any different? Like that's fine. Like you were living there. Sure, but you said you whatever the kids want, whoever they want to root for, it's their choice. Even if I told my dad, Dad, I want to be a you know I wanted to be a Charlotte Hornets fan because I like the colors of their starter jacket. He was like, absolutely not. Like he would not let us get any other team other than Cleveland teams. We did not have a choice. Eh, I don't know. I, all I mean, I'm saying I don't is care all I'm saying is like George that. is now raising Dodger fans. And their whole lives, they'll remember that first game. Now, also at this game, George, this is kind of yeah. strange. I don't know if the three-year-old will remember his whole life, the, the first Dodger game. Well, you know what? He'll see pictures. Probably not going to remember. Life. I don't remember anything when I was three. His, his, the rest of his life, he'll say, see this right here? See this picture? This is the first game I went to? Dodger game. Maybe there that. He'll know that, but he won't remember anything. My now, daughter will remember. Okay. Now, also at this yeah. game, George, you and your family are there, right? Yes. We're there. Nice and family. Laura's there. Nice yeah. family outing, right? Yeah. Okay. Lovely afternoon. Yeah. Couldn't think of a better way to spend a family day than at a Dodger game, right? Yeah, Saturday, 1 o'clock. Let's go. Then Laura, who has referred to me time and again as a creeper for following everybody as closely as I do on social media. You do. Laura yesterday started to inform us that she has come over to the creepy side of things. Okay, let's attack that on the other side. Also, let's get into... uh, uh, Dave McMiniman is going to join us at 5, and Mike okay. Trudell at 5.45, because we've got a lot of Lakers stuff to get to today. Right. So we're not uh, necessarily uh, eschewing our uh, you know, uh, responsibilities there. But I, I, we, can, we can address Laura um, and her, what you called what? She's, she became a creeper. She, this okay. is by her own admission, by the way. It's we, not my we, choice of words. We, her will, words. we will address that. Laura's here. Laura can address it herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I did not feel creeped upon, uh, just, uh, just so you Thank know. You. But I will, uh, I, I, we will let you and her have your say on the other side, and then we will get some ham for dinner because the Lakers brought home some ham. We'll get to that coming up. Stick around. We're back in two minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Sedano and Cap here. And we have a Sedano and Cap investigation led by Scott Kaplan here. We will get to the Lakers having ham for dinner, bringing home the ham. Uh, in just a moment, Dave McMiniman at 5 o'clock, Mike Trudell at 545, everyone's favorite sideline reporter, uh, will join us today. And uh, we've got a lot of stuff in between. So go ahead, Cappy. Ask well, Laura well, or me whatever questions you want. Okay, so so George takes his family to the Dodger game yesterday. Did, Lovely, yes. wonderful family outing. Yes. It's awesome, man. Enjoy yes, these kids while they're I, young, brother. As Beto Duran said, uh, you bought tacos, Shake Shack at the Dodgers game. You spent 450 bucks. Close, I would Got to be yeah. pretty close. I would think so. I mean, a family I mean, of four at the Dodger cheap. game. It, it's not cheap. When I saw those prices, every time I put the credit card in, I was like, holy moly. Yeah, that's got to be that's gotta be a $1,500 day for a family of four at a Dodger game. I don't know about $1,500. I mean, dude, just gas alone is $1,000. Yeah, probably. So Electric so, car, though. So that's true. So Laura was texting us yesterday that she too last second got tickets to the Dodger game. Yes. And okay. somehow, some way, has been able to spot George in a crowd of about twenty five to thirty thousand on a Sunday more, afternoon. More than that, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. How many would you say? What would you oh, say? Oh, it's like forty probably. Okay. Somehow Laura has spotted Sedano and family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My first question was, do you have binoculars? Like, you got knocks? Are you looking around the whole place? Going, I'm going to find She was one out. section over. It wasn't that far. <laughs> okay. All right. But but you, you agree, though, Laura, that you've kind of gone, come over to my side, if you will. You've kind of gone a little creeper on him. So here's the thing, Cap. I knew, you know, I'm learning a thing or two from Morales. I knew what to say, how to say it. That was going to go all crazy. You guys were going to go all crazy. And the Chuyecho, you and Lindsay just ran with it. Like, oh, she's creeping. So, but what had happened just, was. Yeah, so, what had happened? Wait, what does it have to do with Morales? Because Morales likes to instigate. Yeah. Everybody knows that. So, she, to, like, so, so when you're trying you guys. To, you're so trying Lindsay to be the instigator. And, I mean, it's Lin, fun. Lin, it is fun. Uh, Lindsay and Cappy, just so you know, you guys were gone on Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on That's Friday, right. during one of the breaks, I said. I think I'm going to take my kids to the Dodger game this weekend. I got to see which game. I'll probably go Sunday because it's early, you know. So Laura obviously is listening then. So I get a text from Laura that says, hey, did you end up coming to the Dodger game? I said, yeah, I'm in center field getting some stuff, but I'm in um, section six. And she's like, okay, cool. She's like, oh, well, I'm in section four. I said, oh, cool. Stop by whenever you want. That's literally the conversation. But then she, she then put in the group chat how she spotted me first. Because she spotted my son, actually. I did. So my my boyfriend and I went to the game. Uh, I had a friend who was like, TiVo. Hey. Yes. I had a friend. 11 11. No, not 11 11. No, not 11 11. 11 11. No. Yeah. TiVo no, and 11 now, now 11. Name... Two different guys. Two different oh, guys. Now, sorry. now his new name is. The same person. No, his <laughs> new name is now Smiley Face Emoji because nobody's allowed to see his <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah, we can get guy. to that. Now that's a much weird. bigger deal. Very weird. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, I had a friend who was like, hey, I have an extra ticket to the Dodger game. Would you like to go? I was like, yo, I would be so down, but my boyfriend's with me. So, you know, I'm like, give me the section. We'll figure that out. He's like, well, I actually have two. So I'll just. So we ended up getting those tickets, which are great seats. Right, for behind free. home plate. Yeah, behind home plate. My boyfriend's like, yeah, he's a Yankee fan. He's like, I haven't been to Dodger Stadium since I was little. Like, I'm so game. So, the, you know, we bought the guy drinks, whatever. So I texted to Donald, just like he said. I'm like, oh, snap, we're really close. When we were walking, we were trying to get drinks. So we passed a section, and I saw uh, Mateo and Aria. Like I was like, "Oh, that those are his kids," because Mateo was looking towards like the concession stand. We were in the last row. Yeah. Yeah. So it was yeah. easy to spot. So yeah. I knew if I was like, "Yo, I spotted Sedano," making it sound a little weird, that y'all were gonna run crazy with it, and it's exactly what I wanted. It's exactly what happened. But why do you want to do that? I don't get it. And like, it's a, funny. And like, on, well, on, a, week, part, funny on a weekend in a group text, though. Like, but I thought it was like part funny... of the show, but then it was just like, oh, I'm 
Literally, the text was just like, I could spot Sedano from his seats and we're, with zero context whatsoever. Yeah, so exactly. that's where we're just like, what? But that's, but you, the, what I'm saying is y'all took the bait. It was funny. I mean, like, I'm like, I don't, I even said, I'm like, oh, I took Cap's spot. Cause we do make fun of Cap for being the creeper. So yeah. I'm like, I can take it. Like, it's fun. I mean, Cappy, yeah. you are a creeper though. I am a little creepy. I'll, I'll tell you guys honestly. No, as far not as being a creeper. I said creeper. That's no, no, but, different. But, okay. but as far as uh, but as far as being a social media creeper, I will tell you this, Laura. You're right. I I bit. I took the bait. Mm-hmm. Um, you you set it up perfectly because I thought to myself, now that's kind of weird that Laura's like standing up, looking around, like where's Sedano? Gosh, I really want to know where Sedano's at. Maybe I want to tell him that my seats are better than his seats, no. or I just want to see who he's with. Yeah, but yeah. but regardless. But you see, the thing is, is this as a creeper on social media. The fact that you take a picture of you and your new boyfriend <laughs> and you put a smiley face emoji that, that, over his that, face. That's pretty weird. I gotta be now, that, that really has me yeah. a little concerned. Yeah, I'm, what's the deal I'm, with that? Like, that's con- way, more weird, like, way more weird than you. <laughs> well, what is he, he doesn't want his face game. to be seen on no. your social media? So it was a whole. Okay, so when we, you know, okay, it's been three years, right? He's Tivo for a reason. So obviously people don't, Sedano met him. Clinton and Greg met him on Friday because he came for the last half of the show. Um, to pick something up, whatever, and he just just stayed. So I mean, it's all like I'm, a, you know, it's not a big deal for people to meet him. I just think it's a funny thing now because everyone's like, oh, I want to see what he looks like, blah blah blah. People think it's the same guy, eleven eleven is Tivo. I'm like, no, two different guys, two yeah. very different guys. Yeah. And um, so you're it's saying just, like, that funny. this is your choice. Your choice yes. is to not show him. Yes. I don't believe that. No, 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 it's it's a both people choice. It's his okay. And, see, yeah, because right, I see him both. saying, "Don't put me on. I don't want to be plastered all over your social media." Yeah, why doesn't he want? It? Like, what does he care? No, no. It's it's a it's a two way thing. Like we want it because again, he's been in and out of my life. So I'm like, you know what? Like, obviously, people know because Janice was like, "Yeah, there's only one." Like, I wasn't really ready to say, it. and I was like, "All right, screw it, whatever." People are gonna know. But he now it's funny because people are like, "Are you?" Because my best friend was supposed to be my plus one for the Mandy's. Right. And then my best friend's like, yeah, I don't really want to go. Like, I have a lot going on, like with family and stuff. Figure it out. I was like, oh, snap. Okay. So I asked my boyfriend. He's like, well, I thought your best friend was going to go. I didn't want to take his spot. And I was like, well, he doesn't want to go. He's like, I'll go. I wanted to go. I just didn't want to take his spot. So he's going to go to the Mandy. So now it's just like a funny bit because people can see what he looks like there. Okay. So you're just doing it for attention. Not attention. It's just well, why funny. else wouldn't you? Why would you post a picture of you and your boyfriend and then not show his face because if you were if you didn't want people both, to say something? Because we both agreed that I wasn't gonna show his face. I know, but that's that is weird. I, I though, you why know don't I mean? you want to show his face? It's it's just a it's just a thing that him and I talked about. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I'm not is. saying I'm not trying to be like disrespectful to late night with Laura on Instagram, but what I'm saying is not like you're on the Kardashians or anything. You know oh no, I mean? no, like, no, I know. Like, like I like, could understand like Reggie Bush back in the day not wanting to be on the show. You know what I mean? But like, no, like it has nothing to do with what I do or what he does or anything like that. It's just we agreed upon it together, and yeah. I feel like we made an agreement, and that was yeah. an agreement, and we're both honoring it. But Cappy, it, there's, are you, uh, there's just ahead. one more part of this. There's one last part of this, George. That that yeah. again. As somebody who is a social media creeper on this kind of stuff, and I'll yeah. take that that role. Yeah. Did you see the picture though of Laura in her apartment where she's like, "Yo, I'm in my happy place," and he's <laughs> laying shirtless over her legs, and so you're seeing his back and his feet. And I'm like, "Now, <laughs> okay, now, wait a details. second here. Now, you won't show his face, but you'll show him laying shirtless, draped all over you. No, like, there's something fine. going on here. Weird. I don't yeah, know. What do his friends no. think about it? About like the fact that we won't." Show him? Yeah. It's not a big deal. So you hang out with your friends. Your friends all know who he is. And his friends all know who you are, right? Yes. So then I don't I don't understand My parents what know who is. he is. His parents know who I am, yeah. Uh, well, so I guess it's just, what's the point? Because I feel it's like if that were thing. me, I would be like, if that were my boyfriend, I'd be like, what do you, like, not want to, to, like, be seen on my social media? Like, that's how I would take it. I would take it as, like, a little bit, like... But I'm very secure with what we have, so it's just, like, it doesn't matter. Like, we both talked about it, so it's not see, a big deal. See what you just said? Security. Secure in what you have. Thus, you guys should track each other the way I track my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, the way she tracks oh, no. me. Oh, love of God. Not happy. Right. <laughs> Listen, no, 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 let's no. break here, because I want to get into Darvin Ham. I want more time for ham. Yeah, me uh, too. We got a lot of ham. What else do you want to eat with your ham here as we get ready to talk ham? Well, you know, George, as the good Hebrew brother that I am, I really love a honey-baked ham. 
Yeah. You know, and I could just stand there and carve it up and just eat yeah. little chunks of it. Well, for I'll hours. tell you this: he's not very, he's not full of honey the way he was talking. Like he no, was talking like today. serious business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to get to that. We'll have that conversation because there were a number of things he said. And Dave McMiniman is going to join us at five o'clock. He was there. Trudell was there. He's going to join us at five forty-five. There were a number of things that Darvin Ham said, but particularly one that really made my eyes pop and go, "Oh, yeah." I wanted to hear that. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what that is in two minutes. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So what, Morales isn't working today? He's in a conference. Oh, is he flying there today? He's flying there tomorrow, but he's indisposed today. Really? Oh. For personal reasons. Oh, that's, really? Oh, okay. If I put a picture of me and Morales up on social media today, I'm covering it with a smiley face. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> For reals. I saw Morales out with John Ireland this weekend. I did see that as well. By the way, George, let me say something to you on a very personal note, if I may, before sure. we get to Darvin Ham. You know, I've missed you. And that goes for you too, Lauren, you too, Lindsay. You know, I, t- I took a Steve Aww. Mason this weekend where I took a four-day weekend. My, my reasoning was Except that you I had, had an actual reason to do it. Right. My reasoning was high school graduation, whatever. But the last time we were all together was Wednesday of last week in the studio. And then Wednesday night, we all went down to Hermosa Beach where we saw Tall Taylor play in that band, which was a great time. Loved that. Had so much fun with you guys hanging out and with listeners that stopped by. So I've missed you guys. Just want to say that. Just want to say something on a personal note. That's all. <laughs> That's cute, Cappy. Thank you. I missed you. Oh, Cav. I missed you guys. Aw. Yeah. You'll say something that'll annoy us in ten minutes. Yeah, and don't yeah. by the end of today's show, yeah. believe me, I'll I'll be like, gosh, I can't okay. stand those guys. God, yeah. I can't stand this. Um, I I will say this, Dar. You know, one thing I did like today, mm-hmm. um, as much as I like that comment you just made, um, was I think Darvin Ham won the press conference. And I know people say, well, winning the press conference doesn't mean anything, but it could be worse. You could lose the press conference. Like I don't <laughs> think that helps either, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I will say this, George, before we get into the deeper detail of it all. I'll say this. I don't know about everybody else. I've never heard Darvin Ham before. Right. You, know, you, don't, you don't hear from assistant coaches. Not okay? very often. Yeah. I've never heard Darvin Ham speak. I've never heard his voice. I've never heard what he says. I've never heard his passion. I've never heard him speak. So today, when Darvin Ham spoke, I'm not going to you know have some sort of victory parade already for the Lakers, but I'll right. say it like this. I liked what I heard. Yeah, I agree. Look, he, he he's exactly – look, when I told you about him, what did I tell you? No nonsense, right? That he's a guy who is going to be direct. He's a guy, because of his player background, he's going to be a relationship guy. But he's not going to mince words, and he's going to hold people accountable. It's part of what his role was as a player, was to be the guy to kind of help the culture, whatever culture he was in, right? And I think that that's – Honestly, the makings of a good coach, in my estimation. So, you know, whether he's actually successful or not will depend largely with what happens with the roster, in my estimation. But I do think in regards to what he's capable of, I I feel fairly confident that he's going to be able to do the job at a pretty high level. Well, here's the one thing I will say going into this. And again, this is just based on one press conference today. The one thing that I believe Darvin Ham will be able to achieve in the Laker locker room that last year, I just want to keep it to last year, the last year Frank Vogel could not achieve this, and that is gaining the respect of Russell Westbrook. I, would, I don't want to say that LeBron and AD disrespected Vogel because those guys won a championship together. 
But the infusion of Russell Westbrook, his personality, and everything that comes with him, I don't believe there was ever respect amongst them, and I think that's part of what tore down this team. The one thing I will say, based on what I heard today from Darvin Ham, um, Russell Westbrook will respect him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any question. He's already talked about how he, you know, he had uh, uh, plenty of conversations already with Russell Westbrook about sacrifice. Who was at the press conference today? Yeah, he was. Uh, about sacrifice and things of that nature. Um, Lindsay, but the thing that stuck out to me the most is what he said about Anthony Davis. Lindsay, I, I see this, this sound sheet you sent me, and Taylor did a great job of cutting it up, but I don't see anything about Anthony Davis here. Let so me, well, it, let me grab that, because like, um, the, the one that, the sound that we have, the clips that Taylor clipped, are from when Darvin Ham joined Travis and Sliwa. Oh, okay, yeah, because I was thinking about the press conference. Yeah, that's, that's what I want. Well, I, George, I want... you've already used a really important word that he used, and I'm, I hope we can go back and get it. You used the word sacrifice. Did that right. word ring a bell for you? Yeah, it's what we said about Russell Westbrook when he got here. I know, but but you see, nobody ever demanded. And when I say nobody, I'm putting this on LeBron as well. Not I'm not putting it on AD because AD just kind of goes along with LeBron. I don't think anybody demanded from Russell Westbrook that he sacrifice. And I feel like Darvin Ham used that word today. There, another word, by the way, that he used was family where he talked about how the Milwaukee Bucks were a family. George, let me ask you your opinion on something. You feel like last year's Laker team was a family? No, absolutely not. Right. And I'll just say this, because it's just one of my philosophies in sports. It takes a family. By the way, families don't all get along. Lots of families fight a lot with one another. Mm -hmm. Okay, But it takes a family to say, look, we're all on the same page. We all have the same goals. We may not all love everything about each other, but it takes a family to get things done. To achieve a championship. He talked about how the Milwaukee Bucks, coaching staff, players, front office, they're a family. That's what he thinks he can bring to the Lakers is a culture of a family. I liked what I heard from Darvin Ham today. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and and look, you know, when Rob was asked, like, I, I guess he was asked the question. It was really towards Darvin, but Darvin had already answered a very similar question about, being a first-time head coach and, you know, how he kind of sold himself, I guess, in that regard. And what Palinka said was was kind of rang true to stuff we've, we've talked about here, where, um, Cappy, you may have been gone already. It might have been with CY that I mentioned that. It, no, it, no, it might have been with you, actually, first, where I mentioned that if there was anyone that kind of reminds me of Darvin Ham in a lot of ways, it's Ime Udoka of the Boston Celtics. And the reason is, if you look at their career arcs, both guys, role players, kind of the tough guys uh, on their team, right, that were respected by everybody, the stars, the young players, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, both played for championship, uh, excuse me, uh, were on staffs with championship-level coaches. Now, Udoka was on arguably one of the greatest of all time. Budenholzer's a good coach. He's not pop, but, you know, he's he's a championship-level coach. And, you know, Darvin... Uh, and him have a lot of similarities. And one of those similarities is just brutal honesty. And when I was like, I- I'll give you an example. When I first met Emil Doka this year was Christmas day. Okay. I did Celtics bucks in Milwaukee. And when I asked him about like the li- at the time, the Celtics were having real struggles and they have still um, even throughout the playoffs, occasionally struggles in late game situations. And the answer he gave me, while I don't remember it off the top of my head exactly, I remember like walking away from that answer, and I remember doing the game with Dave Pash and Hubie Brown, and I looked at Hubie Brown and Dave Pash, and I said, that was really honest. And he's like, and Hubie was like, he kind of joked, he said, maybe too honest. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but, but that clearly has resonated with this group that he has. Well, and I feel like Darvin Ham has those similar traits, maybe too honest, but I think that this group needs the brutal honesty. Dude, there, there were so many things that Darvin Ham did today that you talk about brutal honesty. For, one of the first things he did was he put his religion out there for everybody. Okay, That sits well with some. I know some people don't love that. Whatever. To me, I don't really care. Yeah, I, I like care. people who have a, a faith-based... Conviction. Yes, yes. Con, right, conviction, right. So he put that out there first and foremost. One of the other things somebody asked me, talk about being honest. Somebody said, hey, look, you know, you're a first-time head coach. That's, you know, this is the Lakers. This is a, this is a high-pressure situation. You know what he right. said during that point? Yeah. He said, pressure, Pfft, pressure, please tell me about pressure. You guys know that I was a 14-year-old kid in Saginaw, Michigan, and some dude was running at my car, and somebody behind him was shooting at him, and you know what happened? I got shot in the face. Yeah. I was a 14-year-old kid. I got shot in the freaking face, man. That's yeah. pressure in life. This, yeah. is, this is not about pressure. This is about setting goals. This is about 
you know, chasing something big. This is not a pressure situation. Yep. So I loved the candor this afternoon. But again, George, I just want to say this. I think they hired the right personality. I think they hired the guy with the right resume. But I'm not doing some victory lap today like, hey, look, they got Darvin Ham. They're automatically going to win the championship like so many people did last year when they signed Russell Westbrook. Hey, they got Russ. They're definitely going to win the championship. I'm going to chill out this time and watch it all play out. But I think they got the right personality. Yeah, listen, uh, we, you and I kind of I made a joke to you the other day. You, can, uh, you, know, you can't live on just Ham. Okay, and uh, that means to me that you you're gonna need the the front office is gonna have to do their job. And I did he did say something else that I like to hear. Tell me, which is when he said Rob and I will get together and uh, I'm gonna paraphrase collaborate. Yeah. on the rest of the roster, mm-hmm. and I think that that to me I need to see Rob Palinka and this group grow right as well because for the most part they're new at this job too. Okay. And they, they, it doesn't mean they're going to nail it every time. They won a championship. They deserve credit for that. But last year was a mess, and there's no denying that. And if they're being, if anyone's looking at themselves in the mirror, uh, and I'm not saying that people haven't, they would acknowledge that. So I think because of that, I think that you have to look inward and grow. And that doesn't mean just Rob Palinka. It means whoever else is involved in these decisions, from the owner on down. Okay. And she went on the offensive by saying that the, those things didn't sit well with her and that they were going to be introspective uh, in that article uh, that was written by Bill Plaschke in that interview she did with him. So I'm hoping that th- this seems to be them growing in that you're capacity. Saying, you're, you're saying that their growth, and I, I hope I hear what you're saying right, because I think this also, they're growing by understanding that they need their coach and his contribution. So it sounded to me like when Darvin Ham was talking about this during the press conference today, it sounded like they've already talked about, hey, look, I'm going to be your head coach. I need to have a voice here on the kind of player that we want on this team that's going to play the kind of ball I want to play and I want to coach. Whereas before with Frank, it was like, here's the players, you coach them. I mean, is, is that what you're saying, that they're, they're going to allow the coach to have a voice in developing the roster? and that that is their growth, that they're giving up a little bit of control? Yeah, I would like that to be the case Mm -hmm. because he's got it. You know, it's the old Bill Parcells adage, right? Like, if you want me to make the meal, you got to let me pick the ingredients, right? Yeah, if I'm going to buy the groceries, I get to do the cooking. I don't know, something like that. Whatever it was. Yeah, Yeah. it was something like that. I think I know what you're getting at, though. But, look, Darvin Ham, to me, also sounded like a very confident guy. Like, it wasn't like, hey, everybody, I'm so happy to have my first job and to make head coaching money. and I'll do whatever the, whatever the organization tells me to do because no. I'm just some pushover puppet that they just put in this position because they couldn't find anybody else who would take the job. No, he sounded like a guy who, A, wanted this job, and B, um, had worked with the organization to define whose role was what. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any question about that. And I actually think that the potential, and he kind of, pushed it aside for now, said it's not, you know, that they're looking at a lot of people. But the potential of adding Rasheed Wallace, I think, could be big for this particular group uh, and the organization. And there's multiple reasons for that, which we can get into a little later. But Dave McMiniman is going to join us next. Uh, I, Lindsay, let me know when we have that Anthony Davis sound. Maybe we can get to it at 5.15 or something. Because um, I'd love to. I'd love for the people to hear specifically what Darvin Ham said about ADs. But first, we'll get Dave McMiniman's thoughts on what went down today in El Segundo. He'll join us in two minutes. 